Football is officially back, and we've got you covered right here on the Ringer NFL feed. I'm Shiel Kapadia, and every Tuesday and Friday, Ben Solak and I will be bringing you Extra Point Taken. Nora Princiati here to tell you that Steven Ruiz and I will be coming to you every Monday and Thursday. Our Monday show will recap everything from Sunday's games. Thursday's show will encompass any news during the week with an eye towards the next slate of games. Subscribe to the Ringer NFL show on Spotify or wherever you get your podcasts. Be sure to follow the Ringer NFL on Instagram, TikTok and Twitter at Ringer NFL. It's New York, New York, presented by FanDuel. Take a shot at betting the NBA with FanDuel, America's number one sports book. Right now, you can check out the new and improved Parlay Hub, filter by odds, sport, and bet type to easily find the most popular parlays and same game parlays all on one page. Plus, start betting on the Explore page and the Pulse and bet live same game parlays for every NBA game. So download the app today and bet with FanDuel, official partner of the NBA. The Ringer is committed to responsible gaming. Please visit rg-help.com to learn more about the resources and helplines available and listen to the end of the episode for additional details. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 100 Gambler or visit rg-help.com. This episode is brought to you by cars.com. When you add your car to your garage on cars.com, you'll unlock access to real-time insights into how much your car is worth. Plus, view its historical and projected value to decide when to sell. So when the time is right, you can secure an instant offer from a local dealership or sell it yourself on cars.com. Start tracking your car's value with your garage on cars.com. Let's roll, baby. Welcome in. It is a Sunday edition of New York, New York. We're yours truly, J.J. Johnson-Stremski. Rocking and rolling after week two across the board. International Football League is almost wrapped up. We are taping this bad boy right before the start of Dolphins-Patriots on Sunday night. It is a split decision, mixed bag for the New York football teams where the Giants, let's put it, as simply as we can, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, survive and advance for the Giants down in the desert against the Arizona Cardinals. Think about this for a minute. The Giants, after giving up 40 unanswered to Dallas last Sunday, spotted the Arizona Cardinals a 20 spot, had a first half that looked as bad as can be that looked as non-competitive as can be across the board, from guys missing blocks to the quarterback looking lost to an interception right off of Saquon Barkley to a defense that is completely out of position. The Giants could not have looked like more of a dysfunctional you-know-what show in the first half to the point where they're playing this tanking Arizona team, team that I think everybody in their NFL power rankings would have ranked with the Houston Texans worst teams in the league, right? You're down 20 nothing. All the Giant fans in my life, and I'm watching with a bunch of Giant fans here today, they're basically talking about Caleb Williams at halftime. So you're down 20 to nothing, and I'm not sugarcoating this. I'm not beating around the bush. The season was on the line in week two with the schedule, 
after week one, considering the opponent, they couldn't lose that game. And you know what? Give the Giants credit. Because when they needed to buckle down, when they needed to make plays, they made plays across the board. There's a lot of credit to be thrown around. Now, there are rumblings and rumors on Twitter about Brian Dable taking over the play calls in the second half. And again, we're taping this at 7.50 at night. So there'll be more clarity when it comes to that between now and Thursday. Whatever transpired at halftime. I don't know if it was a speech. I don't know if it was play calls. I don't know if it was a pep talk from from whoever. The Giants looked like a different football team. Did they not? And you see the difference in having playmakers. Waller, all over the field in the second half. Memo to Brian Dable and Mike Kafka and whoever's listening. Get the kid on the field. Jalen Hyatt. Newsflash, he's on the field, he's making shit happen. Am I missing something? Did he have a couple of monstrous plays in this game, or did he not? I know he's a rookie. I know they have a lot of veterans there. I I don't care. I want Jalen Hyatt getting more burn for this giant team. But he's not alone. Slayton made plays. Hodgins made some big catches and some big plays. Jones made plays with his legs. And he looked like a lost puppy in the first half to a guy who was cool calm, collected, and made plays in the fourth quarter. Now, I understand the opponent. Let's make this clear. The Arizona Cardinals stink, right? You didn't do this against Dallas. You didn't do this against Philly. I understand that. But you couldn't lose this game. I I can't stress that enough. And they didn't. Now, We'll see what the status of Saquon Barkley is going to be moving forward. Saquon clearly got hobbled and got banged up at the end of this game. He got helped off the field. You saw him, the Fox cameras. And by the way, that Fox broadcast was an abomination. I mean, how terrible, how brutal was it from Adam Amin basically telling you about two field goals to talking about a decision that was not a decision on fourth and one. I'm like, get me these guys out of here. Jeez, can we get some better announces for these games? That was brutal. That said, losing Barkley now is going to hurt. But don't worry about Thursday with the Niners. That's a game that's going to be as tough to win as any game in the NFL. Short week, on the road, against that opponent is as bad a draw as it gets. But what it emphasizes is that you found a way to get out of the West Coast with a win knowing you have these daunting and challenging road trips coming up over the next few weeks, you couldn't lose this game. So I applaud and I appreciate the stones I saw from the Giants today. Yeah, I don't love that they spot them a 20 nothing lead. Yeah, I don't love the way the defense looked in the first half. Yeah, it, would, it, it doesn't exactly inspire confidence that the Giants are going to go and win 9 or 10 games this year and make the postseason. But it gives you a pulse. And the Giants desperately needed that pulse, and they won the game. So hats off to the Giants. They find a way. But here they chinny-chin-chins. A win is a win against the Arizona Cardinals as they improve to 1-1 one and one on the season. Now, for the Jets. You got a harsh splash of cold water right in the face watching your team take on one of the premier defenses in the NFL. And the question going into this game 
was centered around the quarterback. How is Zach Wilson going to look? How is Zach Wilson going to perform? Is Zach Wilson going to be up to the challenge of taking on the Dallas Cowboys? That, to me, is not what this game is about at all. The Jets, in order to win, need to play not good defense. The Jets need to play elite-level defense in order to go and beat a team like the Dallas Cowboys on the road. Fair or unfair. The Jet defense today stunk. I don't want to hear it any which way. They stunk. They could not get off the field on third down. They could not get to Dak Prescott at all. They had no answer whatsoever for CeeDee Lamb, who catches 11 passes for 143 yards. Whenever Dallas needed to make a big play, they made a big play. I think another one of their tight ends just scored a touchdown. The Jet defense has got to be better than that. I am holding them to an incredibly high standard. I'm aware of this. It's probably unfair. It's probably unreasonable. But in order for the Jets to go and beat a playoff caliber team, the defense can't give up 30. Sorry. Dallas has a good offense. They don't have a great offense. You gave up 30 points. You can't survive that. Now, Zach Wilson in the first half hit Garrett Wilson on the slant for the touchdown. It just goes to show you, Garrett Wilson, no matter who the quarterback is going to be, he's going to make plays. He can do that. But the Jets, as far as trying to get a running game going, they had nothing. Their leading rusher was Zach Wilson with 36 yards. Brees Hall had nine. Michael Carter had eight. Dalvin Cook lost the fumble that Michael Parsons took away. And my goodness, how frightening and how scary is Michael Parsons? I mean, holy smokes. He's unblockable. He's legit unguardable. You saw him destroy the Giants last week. I see him all over the place against the Jets. I mean, imagine taking Kadarius Tony over that guy. Oh, my God. What a whiff. What a disgraceful pick by Gettleman. I mean, that does not get talked about nearly enough as far as I'm concerned. Woof. But then the second half, you put Wilson in a position where he's got to throw, and what you saw is more of the same that you saw last year. But I do think what's going to end up happening here, and I do want to address this, is based upon this game, you're going to have Jet fans out there. Oh, we, we got to get a quarterback. We got to get a quarterback. We got to get a quarterback. There's not a quarterback out there that's putting you back in that like Super Bowl conversation who's on the market. There's not. Until you tell me that like someone like Stafford is available and how you're drawn up that salary cap ramification, how you're figuring all that stuff out, be my guest. I, I'd love to know an answer. But you don't you don't have that. Like you can go, you want to tell me you get Jacoby Brissett? Sure. Okay. You get Jacoby Brissett. Maybe you go win nine games. Maybe I don't think it changes that much. He's better than Zach Wilson, but how my much? Listen, the Jets, they stuck with Wilson. They could have had a different backup. They could have kept Mike White. They could have done something else. They said, hey, we want him mentored by Aaron Rodgers. Okay. Well, now he's got to play the entirety of this year. I'm not holding my breath. Okay. But reality, I think, hit home for some Jet fans today. Listen, I can't wait to have Benigo on the podcast on, on Thursday for Football Friday. A week ago, he was telling me he likes the Jets to win the division. And that's after the Rodgers injury, by the way. Not before the Rodgers injury. After. Curious to see his stance after what we saw down in Big D. This is a humbling game. Jets were never in this game. There was never a moment in time, 
even after the Wilson touchdown where I felt like the Jets were going to win. Can't give up 30 points. Not with the way they built. No way, no how. All right. Let's get to some calls. You guys should be fired up right out of the gate. Um, let's lead it off. Brendan gets us going here on this Sunday night. Brendan, welcome in. The floor is yours. Take it away. Let's go, JJ. Just wanted to say Jalen freaking Hyatt. How about that, man? Well, how about we get him on the field, Brendan? For, for starters, for starters, get him on the field and get him more burn in this offense. Listen, the Giants going into the locker room look deader than dead. They looked as bad as can be. So to see that big play immediately give you a jolt, give you some life, give you some energy, that, that's needed. And let's be real about this, Brendan. That's a dynamic that was not a part of this offense a year ago. The big play vertical pass. You didn't have much of it. No, not at all. Not at all. We were able to layer that in with a little Waller intermediate. I mean, that that's us. Like we were, you know, that throw out last week. Like we got, and it, you had to have it. So whatever, whatever Dable said at halftime, you had to have it. This, this was the season right here. You know, you go 0-2, San Francisco's a loss on Thursday night and you're 0-3 and then the, the rest of the season is mush. So, you know, credit to, credit to the Giants for putting it together with a piecemeal offensive line. Evan Neal doing everything he could to, to screw up this game. Um, you know, we persevered and we, and we, and we pushed through, come on now. Like it's, it's Hey, Brendan, you needed it. And, and I, and let me ask you this question, Brendan. I don't think I'm being dramatic in saying the season was on the line. The second half of this game. Am I, am I crazy for saying that or what? No, you're not wrong at all. It was, it, it was, it was what is in front of the giants and what's staring them in the face. Appreciate it. They couldn't lose this game. And down 20 to nothing, I'm wondering, well, how in the world are they going to get a spark? How in the world are they going to find a way to make a big play? And listen, Hyatt, monster, 58-yard reception. Jump-started him. Waller, very effective. That's why you bring him in. And give Slayton credit. Listen, we kill Slayton all the time for not catching a football. I'll take three catches for 62 yards out of Darius Slayton any day of the week. Any day of the week. Uh, let's head to Big Mo, who joins us next. Mo, the uh, floor is yours here on this Sunday. Welcome back. Hey, JJ, what's going on? Mo, what's good, babe? How we doing? Yeah, I'm a big Giants fan. I went to the Giants game last week. I think I told you about this. But, uh, yeah, you're right. The season was definitely on the line um, in the second half. But I just really want to say one one thing about the Giants game, and that's, you know, don't be telling me about the importance of, a, like, a running back. Like, Daniel Jones was the reason why they came back in that game. Well, it's not even close. I mean, uh, who, who would... Who would, have, who would argue otherwise, Bob? I mean, listen, that's why I say it all the time with injuries. Look, I hope Saquon's okay. I hope we're not talking about anything severe. But there are certain positions. Quarterback, you can't lose. Tackle is tough to overcome. Number one wide receiver is tough to overcome. Defensive ends are tough to overcome. If you're going to lose a position, even if it's someone as dynamic as Saquon, that's a position where you can lose somebody. I'm sorry. That's just the, the history of the NFL tells us that the running back is a position you could fill. Yeah, it's like, I mean, it, it's unfortunate. And, you know, I love Saquon. I, I really do. But uh, And he had some really monster runs in the second half, like big boy runs that put him in positions to win that game. But, you know, um, it's just tough to see that. You know, I, I don't think he's probably playing Thursday based on what happened. But it's unfortunate. Another point, JJ, uh, the Jets. I know you were saying that you think uh, they can't get a quarterback probably this season that could be, like, relevant and make them, like, somewhat i'm not even gonna say a contender but relevant um you don't think if the vikings keep losing that kirk cousins could be available maybe 
I'm just throwing it out there. I'm not saying it's a possible, you know, I'm not saying it's possible now, but if the Vikings are like one and five, one and six, what do you, what do you think? Um, look, I think it's possible down the road that Minnesota, if they lose this game to the Chargers and they find themselves in a position where, okay, one and five, one and six, we're not going to keep Kirk Cousins anyway. Maybe we're having that conversation, but that's also complicated. Very, very complicated. And guys, by the way, I'm looking for my, uh, my wired headphones. I can't, I can't find them right now. Can't find them right now. I've looked all over my apartment. I have no idea where they are. No idea. So if you're wondering, that's why. Let's say to Anthony. Anthony, what's up, dude? What's happening? Hey, good to talk to you again. Uh, yeah, as a Giant fan, this is a great win. Um, you know, I don't want to get like too like ahead of myself with this victory because the first six quarters of the season were as embarrassing as it gets. Um, and I don't know what Dayball did in the second half. I don't know what he said in the uh, the locker room. But obviously, this team played so much better. You can definitely see the uh, the confidence in the way Daniel Jones played. Like that's how he has to play. You know, he has to use his legs. Uh, throw when he needs to. Uh, like you said, get Hyatt more involved. Um, I will say this, though. You guys were just talking about Saquon Barkley. Uh, I, I disagree a little bit. Th- this guy is like like a huge weapon for this offense. You know, if he's not available... Well, he's their number one weapon. I, I think we all agree on that. I-, I just think, though, Anthony, it's the point of the running back, though. You know what I mean? Like, it's not it's not this sort of injury that cripples the year the way Rodgers going down from... It's different because of the position. That's all. Sure. No, I understand that. But I mean, in terms of like the way the Giants are built, you know, he is their bell cow. He's their guy. And, you know, even saw late in the game making these big runs. And I know Daniel Jones did a a lot as well. But, you know, Saquon really put them in a great position to win this game. And like you said, they had to get this game because if you look at this schedule, it is brutal. And you can try and talk yourself into like maybe they win at home in Seattle or Washington. but those are maybes. And then you got the Niners and you got the Dolphins and you got, you know, I think Buffalo's on there. So got a good to get this win. Good to keep the season going. Um, but a lot of work ahead of him for the G-Men. Anthony, I totally get it. Listen, a lot of work to do. You barely beat the Arizona Cardinals today. So I, I don't think anybody is planning a Super Bowl parade after what they saw in the second half of this game. This is more of a hallelujah. Thank goodness we found a way to win this sort of game. Uh, let's head to TK, who joins us next. TK, the uh, floor is yours, sir. Welcome in. Hey, JJ, what's going on? TK, what's up, pal? Um, so, I mean, I wasn't going to, I was actually wasn't going to request to speak, but I, I had to follow up Anthony and Mo's point with Saquon. I, I love Daniel Jones. I'm a big Daniel Jones guy, always have been. Um, but, but Saquon allows him to do what they do to run that offense. It, it, if you watch it, it's all play action because Barkley's such a threat. You're not going to get, you know, the Niners. Uh, D-line biting on those plays with Breed in the backfield. It's just not going to happen. So I think that that's a huge hole. Like, I, I really don't have much to talk about, but I just needed to follow up Mo because losing a back, yeah, I get it, but like Saquon, it, it, it's completely different because... Well, he's a special back. Listen, that TK, I understand that. I totally get that. Yeah, you got it, man. Listen, he's one of the five running backs that would be in that, like... You're really going to miss him category. Henry's obviously there. Austin Eckler is obviously there. Chargers missed him today. There's no doubt about it. 
But my point is, running back injuries don't change the season the way some of those other injuries change the season. That's all I'm saying. And hopefully we're not talking about anything catastrophic with Saquon. We're jumping a gun on this, obviously. Hopefully he misses this game Thursday night, and that's that. I mean, I'd be stunned if you see Saquon Barkley on the field. Stunned if you see him on Thursday against the Niners. But as far as the severity of the injury, I guess we're going to have to find out over the next couple of days. Snap in action is NFL season with FanDuel, America's number one sports book. Right now, new customers get $200 in bonus bets guaranteed when you place a $5 bet. That's $200 in bonus bets, win or lose. So Monday night, keeping it simple, two favorites. New Orleans laying the points, Cleveland laying the points. Pittsburgh reeks of that square dog. That's just the way I see it. If you've been thinking about joining FanDuel, there's no better time to get in on the action. The app is so easy to use. There's a wide range of betting options, including spreads, player props, over-unders, and more. So visit FanDuel.com slash NYNY and kick off the NFL season. FanDuel, official partner of the NFL. Must be 21 plus at present in select states. First online real money wager only. $10 first deposit required. Bonus issued is not durable bonus bets that expire seven days after receipt. Restrictions apply. See terms at sportsbook.fanduel.com. Uh, let's head to our main man, Bradley. Bradley, welcome. Hello, sir. You know, JJ, I mean, as I'm sitting there watching the first half of that game, you know, I'm having flashbacks. I'm thinking back, you know, to 2017, uh, thinking about, like, when we signed Brandon Marshall um, and, you know, how we thought that was going to help the offense back then accelerate with Odell on the field and how that all turned out. And I'm having those same, like, feelings. Like, you know, we got Darren Waller. I mean, is it really going to go to waste? I mean, is this going to be a year where they're going to just go into this total, you know, regression mode? And I'm sitting there, and as halftime comes around, um, I was watching on the halftime show on Fox with Mike uh, Gronk and uh, Terry. And Mike uh, said, like, you know, all it takes is just like a spark. And, boy, I cannot even stress enough how big a spark that was when Jalen Hyatt caught that ball. That was the spark. that Biggest play in the game. Not even, not even close, Bradley. Biggest play in the game. They needed somebody to go and wake him up. And I, I don't know if that was Brian Dable at halftime. I don't know if it was one of the leaders on this team that maybe gave him a little bit of a kick in the ass. But you brought up a very fascinating element of this game. They needed a jolt. They needed a jump start. And it felt like the Giants looked like and felt like a different team the minute he made that play down the field. C- completely. And when Daniel Jones scored that touchdown, I mean, you, you never even see that kind of emotion out of DJ. And once he's, once I saw that emotion, I just said to myself, I'm like, you know what? I think something good's going to happen here. I, and I, it was still too early. It was still the beginning of the second half. And then the defense, uh, they gave up another long touchdown drive. And that's something that has got to be corrected as soon as possible. Their defense this game, just aside from the two, uh, you know, three and outs at the end of the game, has got to be fixed. But that is how you talk about coming back and, you know, responding the way they responded and just the resilient uh, resiliency of this group. I mean, I don't know what Dable said to them at the half, but wherever it was, hey, I'll have what, I'll have what they're having, you know? Well, Bradley, that's the sort of spunk we saw from the Giants all of last year. Down in that Baltimore game, finding a way to win. Down in the Tennessee game, finding a way to win. This was a little different, though, because their backs were up against the wall here. They're down 20 to nothing after losing 40 to nothing. And the opponent, listen, the opponent, we have to acknowledge, folks, clearly played a role and clearly impacted 
being able to come back. It's a blessing that you had the Arizona Cardinals today, but don't apologize. Take it and move on. Dable, and I'm seeing this on Twitter now, he was asked, did he start calling plays in the second half? He says no. That was a big topic of conversation on Twitter. That was something that I was checking out. So that's not the reason the Giants ended up coming back in the second half. Hey, I don't care who's calling the plays, what the scheme was, whatever the case may be, they looked like and they felt like a different team. That's all. Let's head to uh, Dustin, who uh, joins us. Dustin, sorry I didn't hit the button. Dustin, welcome in. How we doing? You know, for it, it, a win's a win. I, even though they were supposed to kill this team, we'll take it. But I think the biggest improvement or the thing that I saw about this game or noticed is probably Dayball and this coaching staff. I mean, last year, they, how many games did they have where they made big-time adjustments at halftime? And we were just so excited to see that, you know, that he did it in this game. And it, to see how he responded after being embarrassed last week, even though they weren't embarrassed really at all at, throughout last year. The one thing I'll just piggyback on with all the other callers about Saquon is that other than Henry, I mean, yeah, this won't derail your season, but other than Henry, I think this guy is, uh, you know, the most important to his team from a running back standpoint than anyone else, even though the reason that they won the game was Jones tonight. Have a good one, buddy. Well, listen, Dustin, Daniel Jones is going to have to step up that much more if Saquon's going to miss a couple of games. And we don't know the severity yet of the injury. I think it's a fair bet. And a safe bet that, guess what? He's not going to be out there on Thursday night. I don't think I'm going out on uh, much of a limb by saying that. At the same time, get him right beyond San Francisco. They could have had Saquon Barkley in the San Francisco game. I mean, I can already start. I'm sure I'm going to hear from some of the Giant fans. You're not giving them a chance. No, uh, I'm not. And that's why this game, Sunday against the Arizona Cardinals, needed to be won. And it was. Brian's up next. What's happening, Brian? So, the, after the first half, you know, I was thinking, God, I'm not going to have anything till the Knicks start. Like, I don't think people realize, like, if you're not maybe a Ranger fan, but we had nothing till November until the Knicks start. So, I mean, that second half, thank God they won that game. Well, you don't want to be in a position. We've been there way too often in this town, Brian, over the last 10 years where the Jets and Giants are cooked by Halloween. Nobody, nobody wants that. It's, it's not good for business. It's, well, and that's, that's a good point. In other years, you've had the Yankees go deep into the postseason where at least they are, uh, you know, in, in the conversation. This year, that is not going to be the case. So, um, look, you want the football teams cooking. And the Jets showed you life coming back against Buffalo last week. And the Giants, in a game they had to have, after looking as bad as can be in this first half, woke up and woke up in a big way. And I'm 100% on you with Barkley. I mean, he just cannot stay healthy. And it shows 100% they shouldn't have given him a long contract or a big... Well, and that's why they did the right thing here. Listen, you're so right about that, Brian. They did the right thing here as far as, like, not going nuts, not giving crazy money to a running back. Look, that's that, the, the nature of the position. And, and this is very unfair for Saquon Barkley, right, guys? It's very unfair. He's very good at what he does. But the way the league shapes up, 
shakes out, that position doesn't get paid. I mean, you're going to feel his absence. I'm not saying you're not going to feel his absence. I'm just saying in ranking injuries for the Giants and for any team, I don't put the running back as high as maybe I would other positions. That's all. That's all I'm trying to say. Let's head to Elmhurst. The great Charlie joins us. Hello, Charlie. Hey, JJ. How's it going? Poppy, what's good, Charlie? How we doing, babe? So I got nothing in my brain after my first day off in like since Labor Day. And uh, and after I saw the second half, uh, first half of the Giants, excuse me, I thought this, this team is going to put me in the sleep and see this over. Instead, you know, they still have this team has problems with defensively. This team getting gashed. I mean, I mean, I think you also have to like give credit to the Giants defense. I mean, I, excuse me, offense with Daniel Jones. Something they play with desperation. They couldn't lose this game. They finally put up with fire. And also give some thank you. Know maybe the Arizona Cardinals owner maybe at halftime pull up the uh, Warden Hazen from the longest yards. Like, hey. Oh, wow. Charlie going down the old conspiracy theory routes. Oh, baby. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But, so, but, but at, the, at the end of the day, yeah, yeah, this team needed to win this game. Like, otherwise, the season will be over. And the fact that, you know, you know, pull up. Yeah, just like, you know, just you ha- they need this game. I, I'm not, I don't feel particularly good about it. But, hey, they couldn't lose this game. That's bottom line. And they have the pulse in the season. Charlie, alive. Exactly. And now let's see if you can go and give a spirited and competitive effort against the San Francisco 49ers on Thursday. The biggest positive in this game, the second half offense. Starting with the quarterback, the weapons that were brought in, Waller, Hyatt, instrumental in this win. Instrumental. Uh, Dougie joins us. Doug, what's up, babe? Hello. Hello. JJ. Gotcha, bud. Doug. Hello, hello. Yes. Great, great to join this uh, chat here. Um, Appreciate that. I agree with your premise about the running back overall, but as any Jet fan last season, it turned when Reese Hall went down. So yes, it's a case by case basis, but I and I do agree with your premise. But uh, that uh, another instance where a running back was vital uh, to a particular team. Anyway, oh listen, they're gonna miss, but guys, l- let me make something perfectly clear to everybody. I'm not saying the Giants aren't gonna miss Saquon Barkley. Of course. They are going to miss Saquon Barkley if he's going to miss some time. I, I, I'm well aware of that. I, I'm just comparing it, perfect example of what you saw with Aaron Rodgers a week ago, where the entire feel of the season went out the window with his Achilles and the fact that he was out for a year. Who's going to run him back? Doesn't do that. That's, that's all I'm saying. Hopefully, this is not, I don't think it's season ending. He had, we had an x-ray. We don't know the answer yet. Limping around the locker room and it was a bit swollen, according to our buddy Jordan Renan. So, you hope he's okay in the next couple of weeks. Would you sign for getting Saquon Barkley back in like two to three weeks? I think you would sign right on the dotted line. Don't expect him on Thursday. I don't know how you feel if you're a Giant fan today. Probably relief is the best way I would look at it. I'm not pounding my chest after yucking up 20 points to the crummy Cardinals. But it beats the alternative to being 0-2 and losing this game, does it not? New lease on life. And for the Jets, brought back to reality a little bit. That defense would be great, folks. 
Need that defense to be great. But the way they are built now with Wilson at quarterback, the dreams of a high-powered jet offense have they've changed drastically. Ton of fun here on Twitter Spaces. We'll wrap it up with some trivia with our main man, Larry, and we'll do a quick look around the league. That's next. This episode is brought to you by Jiffy Lube. Cars can be a big investment, so it's important to take care of them. I once got a car that I started out with 25,000 miles on. I got it to over 200,000 miles because I took care of it. You know how you take care of a car? You take care of the maintenance, the oil, the brakes, all that stuff. And if you don't, you can have a car just completely fall apart. When your car needs maintenance, head to Jiffy Lube. They provide automotive excellence at speed. Get your oil changed, brakes checked, tons of other multi-care services. It's all done by expertly trained technicians who actually care about taking care of you and your car. Jiffy Lube, car more. To find coupons and start an instant online estimate, visit jiffylube.com. This episode is brought to you by Hotels.com. I was traveling internationally last year. I was in Mallorca. I didn't know the island well. I said, let me head to the north, head towards the water. Let me go on Hotels.com and see what they have available. Something preferably on the beach, maybe even a gym. Not only did I get those things, there was a kid's session with exercise, gymnastics in the water, pony rides, a train. It had everything, and I didn't even want any of those things. But at least I knew they were there, just in case I changed my mind. And now finding the perfect hotel has never been easier, thanks to the Hotels.com app. Whether you're looking for a family-friendly, right, all-inclusive, or a relaxing spa weekend, you can find exactly what you need and compare hotel prices, ratings, and amenities side-by-side. So start planning your next getaway and find your perfect somewhere in the Hotels.com app. All right, before we hit Larry, a couple of quick thoughts around the league. Number one, is there a more gutless and is there a bigger loser franchise than the Los Angeles Chargers at the moment? I mean, you want to talk about a team that invents ways to lose games. I was all over it. The Chargers invent ways to lose games. The fact that they did not score at the end of regulation when it felt as clear as day they were going to score at the end of regulation. Then they get the ball to start off overtime and they do jack you know what with it. They make Tannehill look good. I am just beside myself with the Chargers. Some teams will never change. They are one of those teams. Until I see otherwise, they will never change. What a win by the Ravens. 27-24 over the Cincinnati Bengals. Another rough day for Burrow and company. It took them way too long to get their offense cooking. Big day for Lamar Jackson. Made plays again and again and again. Super impressive to see. Baltimore now 2-0 in that division. Buffalo needed a big win. They got the perfect opponent. The Raiders, after a win, going to the East Coast. Game was never in doubt. 38-10, Buffalo. Um, Falcons 2-0. We feel good about that pick. Held on for dear life. Colts lose Richardson. Take down the Texans 31-20 with Minshew. How about our buddy Todd Bowles? 2-0 2-0 after a 27-17 win uh, over the Chicago Bears. Bears, they're going to be in for a long year. And I had the Commanders. I can't believe the end of that game. I've seen it now a bunch of different times. The Hail Mary, then the two-point conversion. Insanity. Absolute insanity. So we got away with one there. So very, very happy about that state of affairs. Um, and the Niners, they don't cover, but they take care of business uh, against McVay and the Rams, 30-23. So 
There's a quick run through around the league. Oh, and I missed the Chiefs. How can I forget? How about the call from Ian? Travis finds a blank space, Kelsey. I mean, is there anybody better than Ian Eagle? Right now, doing games, play by play, in my opinion, there's nobody better doing games than a great Ian Eagle. So, here we go. Trivia time. It was as bad as can be last week, Larry. Take it easy on me. Let's go. JJ, Larry, two questions. In the last 27 years, what NFL team has not had a Pro Bowl wide receiver? The second one is, since 2000, can you name the three leadoff hitters with 100 RBIs in a season? I'm out. All right, we'll start with the three leadoff guys, 100 RBIs. Um, I'm starting first with Alfonso Soriano for the Yankees. Wow, Soriano inaccurate. Surprised by that. Got to go with the Beast. Maybe the MVP this year. Uh, Ronald Acuna. Mm. Off to a flying start. Uh, Boston Red Sox. Mookie Betts. One down, two to go. Leadoff man, 100 plus RBIs. Derek Jeter. Mm. Took a shot. Inaccurate. Leadoff man, 100-plus RBIs. Um, Tatis Jr. We are uh, whiffing. At least I got one so far. At least I got one so far. Leadoff man, 100 RBIs. Craig Biggio. Stefan, am I in the right right ballpark, stratosphere? Where the hell am I going? Uh, I think you're all over the place. One of the guys, he, uh, he, he, this one guy had it. So Mookie, this guy did it before Mookie, and it was pretty recently. Um, he's kind of fallen off the cliff a little bit as a player. And the other guy, this happened in the early 2000s. Ooh, one happened in the early 2000s. And the other one, the guy fell off a cliff. Interesting. Before or after Mookie Betts? This guy, this guy did it before Mookie Betts. Before, okay. Lorenzo Kane. Mm. Not Lorenzo Kane, okay. Um, let's go to the one in the early 2000s. Early 2000s leadoff hitter. I can't believe it's not Soriano. Johnny Damon. What team, Stefan? Because clearly that hint is not helping me out here. All right. So the guy who did it in the early 2000s, he played on the Angels and the White Sox. Orlando Cabrera? Angels and White Sox. Angels and White Sox. Man. Darren Erstad? Okay. Two down, one to go. And then the uh, the one recently here, Steph. If I give you the team, it's a dead giveaway. He's only played for one team. 
NL, NL West team. NL West team. There's only point for one team. That's why I thought maybe it would be Tatis. Charlie Blackman? Here we go. Tell me some work, but we found a way. All right. Question two. The only team to not have a Pro Bowl receiver the last 27 years. Got to be the Cleveland Browns. Took a shot. Took a shot. It's not the Jets. They had Keyshawn. It's not the Jaguars. They had Smith and McCardle. It's not the Texans. They had Andre Johnson. It's not the Rams. They had Cup. It's not the Cardinals. They had uh, Larry Fitzgerald. The Chicago Bears. Felt good about that, too. Um... It's not the Lions. They're Calvin Johnson. It's not the Saints. Is it the New York football Giants? Mm. Nope. Man. It's not my Dolphins because Tyreek Hill did it last year. It's not the Pats. Is it the Tennessee Titans? Steph, I feel like I've given out seven guesses. Yeah. Um, AFC team. Okay. AFC North team to be exact. Baltimore Ravens. There we go. Took me long enough. Larry, that was a pain in the ass. We grinded this one out, but we feel, uh, you're a pain in the ass. I love you, but you're a pain in the ass. All right, before we say goodbye, Jeff Money, Monday card. How does Sunday treat you, baby? What up, JJ? Jeff Money here at Handicapper Picks. It'll be for Monday the 18th. Now, this is right after the 1 o'clock game as I uh, do this voicemail. I'm starting out still red hot again. I'm starting out 3-0. and I hit my money play with the Bills, hit with the Chiefs, hit with an outright win with the Seahawks. Two games remaining. As By the time you hear this, we'll know if I won or lost. Is your Dolphins I have, and I also have the Cardinals. So as far as the Monday night game, it's not part of the five plays, of course. You know what the five plays were already. I'm gonna go with this. I'm gonna go with the Pittsburgh Steelers at home. I'm gonna take the plus the two and a half over the Cleveland Browns again. I'm gonna go with the Pittsburgh Steelers plus the two and a half. Let's see if we are in agreement on that on our family play. And everyone can always follow all my daily plays on Twitter at Jeff Money. Okay, JJ, I'm out of here. Let's go. Let's go, Jeff Money. We're heads up on that game. Feel like they're baiting you to take the Steelers plus the two and a half. Doesn't that seem too good to be true? In fact. Both games tomorrow night, I will be on both favorites. I'm on New Orleans laying the points. I'm on the Brownies laying the points. So a little mano-a-mano action with you, Mr. Money, on a Monday night. Ton of fun. Great job on the spaces. We'll have a pot on Tuesday, kind of set the stage for what's coming up in week three. And then, of course, all football Friday regulars on Thursday. Great job, of course, by the legend, Stefan. JJ out. Enjoy your Monday. Be good, everybody. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. FanDuel is offering online sports wagering in Kansas under an agreement with Kansas Star Casino, LLC. Gambling problem. 
Call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit FanDuel.com slash RG in Colorado, Iowa, Michigan, New Jersey, Ohio, Pennsylvania, Illinois, Tennessee, and Virginia. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP or text Next Step to 53342 in Arizona, 1-888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org slash chat in Connecticut. 1-800-NOW-WITHIN Indiana, 1-800-522-4700 or visit ksgamblinghelp.com in Kansas. 1-877-770-STOP in Louisiana. Visit mdgamblinghelp.org in Maryland. Visit 1-800-GAMBLER.net in West Virginia or call 1-800-522-4700 in Wyoming. Hope is here. Visit gamblinghelplinema.org or call 1-800-327-5050 for 24-7 support in Massachusetts or call 1-877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY in New York. 